0: Hi, I'm Jim Purdue of Purdue Chicken. Unlike our competitor who's gone back to feeding their chickens antibiotics, we at Purdue will remain no antibiotics ever. No antibiotics ever because we raise our chickens in a healthy environment, so they don't need them. No antibiotics ever takes more time and money, but it's the right thing to do. So when you buy chicken, look for the Purdue label to make sure your chicken is no antibiotics ever. Get the facts at purdue.com.
1: Hey, Brad, you know how Nationwide is more than an insurance company? Yeah, they're one of America's
2: largest financial services companies. we get that in a song like Business Life Retirement? Or Nationwide's there to protect. I'm kind of the jingle guy. Not sure I agree with that. Well, I'm not sure I like your hat.
1: Well, it would never fit on you. Products issued by Nationwide Life Insurance Company or Nationwide Life and Annuity Insurance Company. The general distributor for variable products is Nationwide Investment Services Corporation, member FINRA, Columbus, Ohio.
0: On the outside
2: looking, and he wanted in. On the outside looking, alright you All right, y'all, how you doing? Good evening. Uh, good morning, depending on where you at. How you doing? Uh, new episode of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one half of your hosts, Maurice Williams, a.k.a. Mind of Reese, a.k.a. Steph and Seth Currys. Uh, A.K.A. Larry Bird, A.K.A. Tyrese Evans
0: mm.
2: uh, You can find me at Mind of Reese on Twitter And especially on Instagram I'm Trying to gain more followers on Instagram uh, I'm joined today, as usual, as always By my co-host, Mr. Mike Bibbs A.K.A. Michael Bibbins A.K.A. Mike Bibbins At Bibbs Corner Twitter Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, MySpace, Black mm-hmm. Planet. Anywhere like you can find them. Black like people meet. Uh those sites that you go to where uh the horny chick on Pornhub says, Aren't you alone? You can find them there at Bibbs Corner. Hey, Amen. Uh, you exposed You know what? I had to get the laugh out early because uh, I'm about to go. I got some things to get off my chest. Uh, I listened to the episode you did on your pod, your rant, and I must say it felt good to hear that passion come out of you when you're yelling because we don't get that often ever even uh i have a lot to get off my chest about the dallas mavericks before we really get into because this episode isn't going to be a lot of mavericks content i think that's fair to say uh, okay uh, we're gonna talk about the mavs but you know we're gonna get into the mailbag and uh there's something that we've been talking about on the timeline between you and I that I want to address on this very episode. Uh, I think you know what it is. Uh, Yeah.
1: I'm following you, lead.
2: But. um, So the Dallas Mavericks this week uh, took a loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder. In which the Dallas Mavericks decided to sit their two best players, Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. I do not agree with that decision. I do not understand that decision. We are fighting for a playoff spot. Not only are we fighting for a playoff spot, we have a very good opportunity to get ourselves out of a play-in position. If we are in a play-in position, we are not guaranteed a playoff spot. We have to fight for it. You don't want to be in that position. If you have a chance to get out of that position, you should take it, which means when there's an easy game in front of you, you should play your best players to walk over those motherfuckers with all due respect to the Oklahoma City Thunder, to walk over the motherfuckers in your way and get the easy win because had Luca and KP... In hindsight been playing that game we would have won period and we would have gotten we would have been on a is it a three four game win streak right now five
1: uh shit
2: before the all-star break i believe we won two games in a row right
1: hold on oh no we had uh all right spurs nuggets one two three thunder magic that's all i can see on my calendar so that yeah
2: that's at least five at least five I'm going to check, just to be
1: sure. Oh, see, I'm pulling it up myself as we speak. Uh, let's see. Six. It would have We're been a be sixth next. game win. Yeah.
2: You're more concerned. You know what? Kristaps, I get it. You want to be cautious with Kristaps Porzingis, because clearly he has health issues. I completely understand that Luca right. is 22 years old. Luca doesn't. Why are you resting Luca? Why do you rest them both? Momentum is important. Momentum is one of the most important factors in sports. And I don't understand why people fail to understand this.
0: Right.
2: Not only did you rest your best players. You had every single opportunity to play the fucking rookies we took the time to draft. Why are they on the team if they're not going to get minutes? Why are people who can't contribute shit to this team getting minutes ahead of them? What can anyone on the team who's getting... Dorian Finney-Smith is getting 30 minutes a game. Dorian Finney-Smith does not start on any other team in the NBA. That includes the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Sacramento Kings. He does not start. The Dallas Mavericks on this entire roster have two players maybe three, this is spades talk here, two and a possible who are actual starters in the NBA. Luca, KP, and maybe Tim Hardaway Jr. And Timmy may start just because other teams don't want him coming off their bench because the ball stops when he touches it. We have players on our team who are starters by circumstance alone because we have no one else that can start or maybe we do and these fucking rookies we just don't play them to find out i'm sorry not we because i'm not the fucking coach of the team that's rick carlisle (laughs) why are we drafting these guys just to send them down to the g league see what they can do bring them back up and not play them in a game where hey let's see what they can do and when he was asked was there any, uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, because I don't remember the exact quote, basically asked him, was there any talks of playing the rookies this game? No, no, okay, but is there a reason? Is there a logical reason? Why can't Tyler Bay play? Why can't Josh Green play? Why can't Tyrell Terry play? James Johnson is still getting minutes, God forbid. Trey Burke is still getting minutes. God forbid. Dwight Powell is still getting minutes. Of course, he's going to get minutes. He's getting played 11 million fucking dollars. But still, he's still getting minutes. Too many. Dorian Finney-Smith is still getting 30 minutes a game. Maxi Kleber, Dorian Finney-Smith, these people are not starters in the NBA. Y'all have to realize, I understand y'all only watch Dallas Mavericks basketball. Dorian Finney-Smith isn't a 3 and D player. Dorian Finney-Smith getting 30 minutes a game and shooting six threes per game is trash. Dorian Finney-Smith is not a great defender. Dorian Finney-Smith is an above-average defender. If Dorian Finney-Smith is the best defender on your team, your team's defense is garbage. Why did we trade Seth Curry to bring in Josh Richardson and draft Tyrell Terry if we A, weren't going to use Tyrell Terry for the shooting that we lost in Seth Curry and B use Josh Richardson for what we initially got him for, which is his defense. Josh Richardson is a much better defender than Dorian Finney Smith. Why are we still continuing to put Dorian Finney Smith on great players just so he can get cooked?
1: Cooked every night,
2: every single night getting cooked. And I don't want to make it seem like I'm trashing Dorian because I'm not, but they're not putting him in positions to win. It's not his fault. He is who he is. And I, you know what? When I play 2K, bear with me. When I play 2K, there's something called my league. You basically take control of a team. You build a team. I usually pick the Mavericks, but sometimes I like to pick trash teams just to make them good again. Sometimes, you know, I like to rebuild teams. It's a thing. And there's a feature in 2K. For each coach, each coach has his strengths his weaknesses and he has his own system and there's a star rating for each player depending on how well he fits the coach's system
0: uh-huh.
2: now if I'm running a team And I know I have a coach who's better coaching this way, these kind of players. Should I A, find players to fit this coach's system? B, find a coach whose system fits the players I have? Or C, Make it work and change the system. Or D, all options above are doable. You know what I do in 2K? I go to edit coach and change that motherfucker system to match the goddamn players that I have. That's what I do. That's a video game. Rick Carlisle's an NBA coach. Pretty sure the dude knows basketball. Change your system, bro. Help change your system. Edit your system to fit the players you have. Because what we're doing, jacking shots up and shooting the ball, like we have three point shooters on this team, we don't. We have one really good three point shooter on this team. He's seven foot three. His name's Chris Stotz Porzingis. And the issue with that is him being the only three point shooter, he has to be on the three point line all the time instead of in the paint where he also should be. Why does this team not take winning seriously? You know why? Because Mark Cuban cares about continuity. Let me tell you about continuity. Continuity only matters when you're winning and you have good players. We don't. If the Detroit Pistons gave a shit about continuity, they wouldn't have won the championship in 2004. They didn't care about continuity because they went out and got a star piece that they needed, Rasheed Wallace, and it won them a championship. The Mavericks didn't care about continuity when we traded for Karan Butler in 2010, who was a very important piece. Did he play in the championship? Did he play the second half of the damn season in 2011? No, but he was a very important piece to that team. Why all of a sudden do we care about continuity? We don't. It's an excuse. It's a safety blanket. He says that shit when we can't get anything done. He said it two years ago after Luca's rookie season. I feel like I've said it on this podcast before. I think I mentioned it. When he said, I want these guys to build together. I want to stick with continuity. That was his excuse for going out and signing Seth Curry and Boian Bobon. Ba- Bo- Bo- Not gonna uh, Bobon. We had cap space and we signed Bobon, Seth, re-signed Dorian Finney-Smith, re-signed Dwight Powell, and re-signed Maxi Kleber. That's what we did. We have Luca on a Foreman Mills bargain deal, and we have done nothing. Nothing. Their big acquisition after we at the offseason, after we got KP, was re-signing him. And when I got on Twitter, all I saw from people sucking Mavs front office's you know, was, oh, we didn't need to sign a free a big free agent. KP was our big free agent. Bullshit. He's already on the team. We're re-signing him. We have cap space to go get someone else. Do it. Or does no one want to play here? Because clearly y'all don't take shit seriously because y'all say things like, just trust me and not show up to meetings with free agents because you have to go film Shark Tank. Start getting aggressive before the best player that this franchise has probably ever seen. And I'm yes, I mean that as far as skill. Lucas the best player this franchise has ever seen. He's not the greatest mav of all time, no. But on a skill level, he's the best player this franchise has ever seen. He has all of the potential in the world to be the greatest basketball player of all time. And we're not going to put the pieces around him because we care about continuity. Something has to be done. Somebody has to go. I'm not an NBA GM. Am I going to pretend like I can step in and do Donnie Nelson's job? No, but I have a bit of common sense. So I feel like I will be much more aggressive than they're being right now. And granted, you know, uh, shout out to the Math Step Back podcast. Uh, nice interview they did with Cuban. I listened to it. Do I expect him to come on a podcast and say, hey, we're trading this guy and that guy? No. But don't lie either. Don't sit here and lie to our faces and tell us that you weren't opening up cap space to go get Giannis. That's bullshit. Why would you trade for a James Johnson who's getting paid $16 million if you're not trying to open up cap space? You have expiring contracts. Timmy's an expiring contract who's getting paid about 18 or 20 million. Josh Richardson is an expiring contract who's getting paid almost the same amount. James Johnson is an expiring contract. Y'all are going to open up all of this cap space and we're going to sign motherfuckers that no one wants because no one wants to come here. Get serious about winning because if you're not, and Luca decides that he wants to leave, I will take that motherfucker to the airport. And I'm still going to be a Mavs fan, but I'm going to support Luca wherever he decides to go. And if he decides to go to Denver to team up with Jokic, if he decides to go to L.A. and team up with Anthony Davis after LeBron retires, Cause I know y'all ain't gonna like that. Oh, oh, y'all gonna hate that. Oh, what if Luca decides to go to Miami? an organization that actually oh 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 Miami. Oh, y'all hate Miami. An organization that actually knows how to go and get free agents and is actually serious about winning. And Luca teams up with BAM out of bio. Oh, y'all would hate that. I I got some more. What if he goes to to a Chicago? A team that's actually trying to change the culture and is doing a good job at it. A team that actually has a culture. What if he he goes to New York to team up with R.J. Byrd and Mitchell Robinson and Obi Toppin, another team in New York? that's trying to change the culture and doing a good job at it because they know how to change management when management needs to be changed. Newsflash, Donnie Nelson has never really done shit. We got lucky getting Dirk Nowitzki. It was a trade. We didn't draft him. We didn't draft to Luka Doncic. The best player that Donnie Nelson has drafted is Josh Howard. And he was good for about three, four seasons at the most. Name me five things Donnie Nelson has done that that warrants him having his job this long. And actually, look, I just, I really want to know. I'm actually going to put this out on Twitter. I want to know five things Donnie Nelson has done in the past twenty-five, twenty, his entire tenure that warrants him getting the benefit of the doubt to keep this job, because it should be about what have you done for me lately. Eric Spolstra and Rick Carlisle have been the coach of these teams respectively for the exact same amount of time. They were hired the same year, if I'm not mistaken. Eric Spoelstra gets the benefit of the doubt. And I don't give a shit if he coached LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. Even after that, he's shown that he's a great coach and he works with what he has. He knows how to build a culture. Pat Riley is a fucking guru. Rick Carlisle coaches like a fossil. Donnie Nelson is lazy. I need to see some improvement. And I know my word doesn't hold much weight. And I'm pretty sure nothing's going to change. All these reports come out. Hey, the Mavs are interested in J.J. Reddick. Oh, they're interested in Kevin Love. Oh, they're interested in this. They're interested in that. Nothing's going to happen. It's sad when I have to hope and pray that my team can trade for a player because I know if a player gets bought out, they don't want to come here. That's sad when we have one of the, the best young player in the league. At this point, I feel bad for anyone coming here. And we can't trade for players because we don't have players to trade. Y'all get on Twitter and y'all load up these trade machines. And if I was the opposite team, I would block y'all immediately. I just, I, y'all need to stop fondling the nutsack of the Dallas Mavericks front office because it's getting ridiculous. Y'all need to be realistic. Y'all really need to realize what's going on here. Get a grip. Please. Right over.
1: You know, I um <clears throat> was gonna give you props for keeping it clean and calm. And then you've made that nutsack reference right now,
2: so. <laughs> 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 I almost made it. I almost made it.
1: Um <laughs> Uh, def- definitely much calmer than, and it's still cleaner than than what I had to do on my podcast. So um, yeah, it, it's it's hard being a mass fan on Twitter these days, and you have to listen to so many trash tweets. And uh, when you look at our roster, the continuity that they want to keep, the guys that they want to keep, the guys that are good locker room guys, the guy that the chemistry. That y'all want to have, but then you also acknowledge that nobody wants our trash ass players. I, I just have to figure out the logic that y'all are making. That like I, how do those two things correlate? We might we have to keep these guys because they're good for the culture, but nobody wants these trash ass guys. They're only good for us. In your in your head. Like I'm trying to make it make sense. It, it doesn't. doesn't at all so yeah it 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 is what it is i'm not gonna go on another rant um thank you for your 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 words mr reese um you want to take a break and get into some other stuff
2: uh that's um we're still reviewing the
1: games right i mean we can briefly touch on what we had these three games after the all-star break uh beat the Spurs in a, a nice close hard fought game. Uh, awesome. shout out to
2: the shout out to the Mavericks, that game. Porzingis played a great game. I was happy Porzingis to see did it. Well very well. Uh Luca with a triple double. Uh, I love when they play well together. Right. Uh, you know then got nice production out of the bench and role players. Uh
1: yeah I have no complaints about what happened in the Spurs game. Uh main thing for me was KP doing what he was supposed to do. Absolutely. Uh, bad matchup they they couldn't do anything with him and he exploited it so that's that's what's supposed to happen I feel a lot better about where he is now I told y'all I'm gonna withhold any feelings or judgment about where he's at and what to expect from him until after these next four games but we're gonna save that for later uh two and one coming out of this week the one loss is the one team that sh- should be the only team that couldn't beat us, but we decided we didn't need our two best players and took a an L. Usually, I
2: would say coming out of a week two and one, I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'm not upset. But the fact that I know we could have won that game just bothers me so much. Yeah. Luca and KP were clicking against the Spurs, and we decided to almost break that momentum by setting them both. And it just...
1: Yeah, just gave away a game, and it's like, I mean, I'm not again. I'm very close to going back into the same rant that I went on in my podcast about the 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 guy. I can't remember who it was anymore, but the guy who said it's better for us to rest uh, against a team like OKC, and I guess lose to them than it would be to rest against uh, a team like the Clippers or something. I, I, okay, a loss I is
2: a loss. What the right. fuck are you talking about? I'm sorry. Just, <laughs> what, what, that's, what, what does that mean? What that's does that much- mean? <laughs> it's it's better much- for me to get knocked out against a motherfucker who's 6'6", six, six, 250 than a motherfucker who's 5'5", five, five, <laughs> 175. No, I got
1: knocked out. <laughs> either, either one's going to be uh, a tough situation. Uh, not, either, you don't want to be in either of those positions. At all, and, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's dumb when we're coming off the season where a game here or there, and we're higher seed, and we don't play the Clippers in the first round. Um, regardless of you think we would have won that series if KP didn't get hurt, uh, that's not the point. The point is we could have avoided the Clippers altogether, which when they were the team that we didn't want to face uh, the most if we won a, a game here and there, and this is not the first time that we've done this, where we decided to rest Luca unnecessarily and gave up a game. So now that's two games. That That's a full game because a, a loss is a happy game, right? So now we got two losses at least. Like uh, There might be more out there, but at least two losses because we sat Luca. So that's a full spot, a full game in the standings. So we'll see. If we're within a game of the team above us, remember this. Uh, come playoffs. I can't even be happy about the the good things that happened this week because of that bullshit. It's
2: hard for me to even, and you know what? We we just going to segue right into the next game because it's hard for me to even enjoy this win we just got against the Nuggets because I'm like, wow, we're coming off a loss. We could be continuing a win streak.
1: Right,
2: and uh, shout out to Porzingis who came out and played well again. I don't know if like his chick is just putting it on him hella serious right now, or he's really just upset with all of the, the comments that he's been getting on social media because he's been speaking out a lot about some of the stuff he's been getting, and if it's motivating him please continue to send those tweets. Right. Because KP is hooping right now, and this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted. And I want to address, I'm not going to say the person's name, but she's a Mavs fan on Twitter, and she tweeted something about, you know, uh, all the people who said they wanted KP traded. uh, Where y'all at now? Whatever. I don't like stuff like that. And I'm not talking about just from her because I don't even follow her. It just happened to come across my timeline because uh, someone I follow retweeted it or liked it. I don't like stuff like that because when he was inconsistent and shitting the bed, not saying her, I don't know. But a lot of y'all who do that weren't saying anything at all. I'm not a part of the, the train that is petitioning for KP to get traded. But I understand why the team would want to trade KP. I just don't think it's a good idea. But he has been inconsistent, and he has had bad games. I'm a component of keep that same energy. That's all I want y'all to do. Keep that same energy. Don't get quiet when he's having bad games, and when he comes out and have a good one, say, oh, well, where y'all at? We're right here where we've been at. Where have you been? But shout-out to KP. Two great games back-to-back. Could have been three, but I'm not going to keep harping on that. Uh, We're going to need this next week. Something serious. Like bad. So keep it up. Kudos. You got anything to say about uh, the Nuggets game since I transitioned right into it?
1: I mean... Uh, going back to what you said about the victory laps uh, I think I mentioned it on my, my personal podcast a few weeks ago victory lap twitter uh, victory lap NBA twitter is annoying um, I I do my best not to do it especially off of one game um, but yeah the the people that do the KP victory lap thing every time he has a good game and then Go right back to making excuses anytime he doesn't. Like, how how many times do you have to do that before you realize you should just shut the fuck up? I'm genu I'm genuinely curious. Like, how many times do you have to go back and forth before you just shut up? Like, enjoy the game. Like, you don't need to try to. Ha, gotcha. It's 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 stupid. It's the same thing as the the Luca trade beef and. The Mav's knicks beef like y'all just go back and forth and then KP gets hurt and now the Knicks are ha ha now I told you he was gonna get hurt like what you set yourself up for failure basically when you do the one game victory lab stuff. It's idiotic for things that you can't have no you have no control over
2: because the people tweeting right now like ha, I told you about KP if he comes out next game as ten points and five rebounds. You're going to look like a fucking idiot.
1: Right. And then people have the right to come back at you with the same stuff. And then so it's just going to continue the cycle. So if you want to be super, super KP stand, fantastic. I, I have his jersey tee. All right. I wear it. I want him to succeed as well. I just, I'm not comfortable with it yet. I have to see it for a, a full season. I said this from the beginning. When I see it for a full season, I will relax. So I'm waiting. We'll see what happens this year. That's all I got on that. Uh, As far as this game tonight, (sighs) glad we came out strong. Glad glad KP came out firing, was matching. uh, Jokic bucket for bucket. Uh, You could tell Jokic is carrying his team right now. And... You know, they came off the game last night. He he was actually hurt yesterday. And uh, they they looked like they didn't have it all in the tank. They still managed uh, to fight and keep it close at the end. But, you know, we, we got a team on a back-to-back. We took advantage of it. We got the W. So no complaints from me here. I'm excited. We're going into this this big four-game stretch that I've been looking forward to to see who this team is. And determine how I'm gonna feel about this Mavs team going forward. So, I'm I'm glad this week is behind us.
2: Uh, I I just really want to say, please chill on the three pointers, man. Like, <laughs> when we have a team beat, put them down. Stop stop with the three pointers. This is not NBA 2K Pro Am. Cut it out that's not that's really, who y'all are
1: That's really what happened like dorian finney smith is shooting off the pull up like what
2: That's not like, your bro, game bro bro dorian i don't know who you thought you were bro but you ain't him whoever you thought you were you're dorian finney smith that ain't your game bro you know that's not your shot why Okay. Okay. So, anyway, uh, they'll win by the Mavericks. Uh, whatever, man. Let's move on to
0: mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> so you made I'm me just, talk about
2: these games more than I planned to. Um, this is why I said no Mavs questions
0: because.
2: Okay. Feel free to skip. It. Uh, There's really not any Mavs questions So y'all really came through and I appreciate it Uh, I sent out the tweet Uh, This is actually our first time doing mailbags So depending on how this goes Y'all might get more of these But don't expect them often Please don't So uh, Question from Allison At Allison underscore MFFL Would you go vegetarian for the rest of your life? For one million dollars. If not, then at what price would get you to be one?
1: You you wanna go first or you want me to take
2: I I'm I'm thinking about it. I don't know. Like I'm not I'm getting <sighs> I'm getting a million dollars once, but I have to be vegetarian for the rest of my life? That doesn't sound appealing at all.
1: Yeah, like I, I would I would rather get a million out the mud. <clears throat> Personally, uh, I get a million dollars and I can't buy steak. That's what I'm saying. Like, what's the point? <laughs> Can you even enjoy life? Like, what am I supposed to do when my girl want to go to Salt Bay's restaurant? Do you have vegetarian
0: options? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but hey, hold up. If I if I do this and I go to Salt Bay's restaurant, I got an excuse not to take the meat in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell them straight up, like bro, like bro, I'm vegetarian, bro. I can't do it.
1: I got bro. this contract right here that says I can't eat meat. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: man, uh, you set me up. That. Oh man. Uh,
1: uh, I don't know. Yeah. I really I don't, don't know. know. I don't know if I care that much about money, quite honestly. Um, I, I I I can't imagine being better.
2: make it five million and not do it.
1: Like, five? You, I I might have to do.
2: I mean, she said, "At what point would I would I would I, um would we do it?" She said, uh, "If not, then at what price will get you that's to be the, one?"
1: That's the thing, though, like.
2: I still want to be able to enjoy life.
1: Like that's what I'm saying. Like,
2: it, I mean, I like broccoli
1: and string beans. Like, usually with these questions, I uh, <clears throat> if it's it's usually a one-time thing. You know what I mean? Like, serve five yeah. years in prison, or you know, some do something crazy. Like, one oh time. no, I'm not, no, uh, no, nah, nah, fuck the prison. Like if I can Fine. do something and put it behind me, that's one thing. But now you're saying I got to do this the rest of my life, like. I don't know. I like burgers too much. I'm at cola.
2: If I take this five million or this one million, and I still decide to eat steak and burgers, who's gonna stop me?
1: I guess they had the binding contract. They take your money back. But I mean, if you, I see, I wouldn't want to spend it either. Like to say, oh, I ain't no money left. Can't do that. Nah, I I don't. I don't care. I want to eat meat. I am an omnivore. It's what we do.
2: Yeah, I can't. Uh,
1: uh. Y'all win on this one. I'm, I'm not doing it. Here for a good time. Yeah, I, I don't
2: know if I, I. don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could do it. I, I'm 28 years old. I got a lot of time left, God willing. So, I don't want to spend the rest of my life being a vegetarian. Nah. I I don't. Oh, man, that's tough because it's a million dollars. But
1: Yeah, she got a dub on that one because I'm not doing it.
2: (laughs) That's actually a tougher question than I thought.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Speaking of questions being tougher than I thought it would be. Oh, my God. How am I segueing a mailbag segment? Oh, my God. Uh, Question from our boy Kenny at Kenny underscore 817 would you date a flat butt girl if she made 100k now initially i was like oh this is an easy question i mean okay she got a flat booty she probably pretty i'm not tripping but then he made he said i mean big flat pancake butt like 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 the bitch built like rookie year kd
1: Oh
2: snap. Bro, well, hold up. I gotta segue this. I got that from a tweet <laughs> a long time ago. Man. I got I saw that I saw that in a tweet and it said uh Zendaya oh, is so man. fine. It says Zendaya is so fine. Niggas don't even care that she built like rookie year KD. <laughs> and, I mean. <laughs> and they not
1: right. wrong. They oh, not man. wrong. They are for me because um I, I, I need some meat on the bone. I um I just I can't. That's not gonna work for me. Um, <clears throat> especially when he said that pick That kind of put a visual to it.
2: Yeah, that fucked uh, me up.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I can't do that. That's not gonna work. For like I remember in college, there was this tiny tiny girl. She was beautiful, but it wasn't it wasn't no meat to be found. What I like I I just said it. I'm an omnivore. I need meat.
2: I. I smashed a bony chick before. It wasn't pleasant.
1: No, nah, man, you can't. No, nah, that's not gonna work for me. Like in my head, I, like...
2: uh, I want to enjoy sex. I don't want my pelvic bone to be hurting because they're clashing like two fucking bulls. My pelvic bone and your butt cheek bone is no. Then we fuck around, and make a fire in that motherfucker. No, man. Look, <laughs> Look.
1: I, I mean, I'm trying to stay as ungraphic as possible. But I need if I'm giving to the-
2: you if I'm giving you back shots, it's supposed to sound like this. Not right. like this.
1: Know, what do you sound like that? Can we snap crack? <laughs> oh, man.
2: Sound just like that. There's
1: some crunching going on. no, I don't
2: care how much money you make, sweetheart.
1: No i i see somebody with i see a girl like that and i just picture like this is not gonna go well for you like it's gonna be some problems it's a girl on never mind do it. don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> oh man no i
2: can't do it oh, uh, no, that's not you know where you. i was going with that this is the you same thing with the
1: vegetarian question <laughs> the same thing as the vegetarian question like
2: it's the exact same thing. actually, no, this is much easier. I don't care if she makes a hundred k. I'm not doing it
1: right I, I, I don't
2: actually need- you know what? Nah, screw that. yeah, I do it. make that 100k and buy some ass.
1: <laughs> See, I can't do that either. I, I, don't, I don't I don't need plastic on my woman.
2: Man look, I'm you're right.
1: I got it hold on hold, 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 here we go here we go here we go. here's the ticket. Here's the ticket. I need to meet her mom. Our aunts to see if there's any potential for that to change. If that's the case. Nah.
2: The most potential is putting a baby in it. You willing to take that risk? You put a baby in it and nothing changes.
1: I gotta trust the genetics. I gotta trust the 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 metabolism slowing down. And a hundred K, we should be eating pretty good. So, you know, sneak some sneak some protein. And her drinks. <laughs> you know see, this what? Is bad. This is getting bad. It's too much work. You know what? It's too much
2: work. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I'm not even going sugar sugarcoat for y'all. If she's making 100K, I'm going to do it. I'll put a baby in it and try to see if it puts weight on it. And if it doesn't, nah, I'll be a stay-at-home dad. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'll be a stay-at-home dad, and I'll cheat with a chick that got some ass while she at work. Boom. There you go. That's the answer to your question.
1: See, and that's why I couldn't do it because I'm not gonna cheat. I'm a faithful black man, and um, <clears throat> I'm just I'm a <clears> hashtag impressive. this
2: niggas lying, your honor.
0: <laughs> Yo, chill. <laughs> oh
1: man, no, I'm I'm not. I I just can't do it. I'm gonna just be sad, and like when she's gone, I'm gonna be looking at thick chicks all day on Twitter's. No, I can't do it.
2: I ain't never cheated before, but I will make an exception.
1: Had to like glue some some pillows to it. No, I can't do it
2: can't
1: do it oh nope.
2: nah. ass sorry, cheeks man. sound like the headboard hitting the wall i don't like it
1: sorry man you know what uh, you remember the obi trice song got some t- uh some teeth no uh, he was like uh <clears throat> each verse is a different type of woman but uh instead of hopefully when i wake up he said Hope- hopefully she got some teeth uh when i wake up hopefully she got some cheeks that's that's how i feel. So,
2: well, you're gonna be disappointed when you wake up, brother. You better off stand asleep.
1: It yeah. ain't no cheeks.
2: Shout out to no. uh, Zendaya. Shout, asked shout. Me on
1: right now, I'm saying no.
2: Well, Zendaya make more than 100k, brother. Oh, so. she, slid,
1: like, she slid that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not even about the money. If she slid in my DMs. <laughs> I'm not doing it, it's not gonna work for me. Can't do You
2: want your own, slide of my <laughs> way.
1: You can have them. I'm good. Charlie's staring. I'm sorry. I can't do it.
2: I'll pass. I'll
1: pass. Can't do I'll it. I'll pass. I'll pass. I'd rather you be ugly with cheeks. i
2: ain't. going You know what? That's a whole different rabbit hole, brother. Wayne about to go in. <laughs> that's a whole different
1: question. That's we a whole
2: different time. rabbit hole.
1: You spent too much time oh, on this question.
2: Uh my boy Nate Nate Bennett. Nate at Nate been busy. That's Nate D-E-N-N Busy. That's my boy, part of the three the wild community, one of the little cousins, little bros. Uh what's your favorite pizza combos? Mine is gonna disappoint people, so I'm gonna go
1: last. All right, I'm I'm sticking with the theme, man. I am a meat lover. Pause. Uh, I need some pieces. I tried to hold. I
2: tried to hold it in. That's what
1: I did. No, uh, pepperoni, Italian sausage, bacon. Give me all the meats. I'm trying to sweat. I'm sorry. What?
2: Nah, bro. You knew what you was doing with that one. That was out of pocket. Out of pocket. Out of pocket, man. Oh, my head. My favorite piece of combo is pepperoni, extra pepperoni,
1: double peps. Okay.
2: That's my favorite. I'm basic. I don't like supreme. I don't like meat lovers. The most I get on there is pepperoni. Sometimes sausage and sometimes bacon but never together. Mm. I'm a basic bitch. Okay.
1: I'm
2: a I'm a basic man.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm trying <laughs> to find these good, good questions. Oh, yes. This is a good plenty one. Of them. Uh, at, I feel like I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but he knows who he is. Uh, at Zafri Z. That's at Z A F R I Z E E. The homie. He wants me to convince. You. He says, Reese, I want you to convince Bibbs to watch Attack on Titan. You have a minute and thirty seconds to do a minute or thirty seconds to do it. I look forward to hearing your pitch. Good Let me luck. Get this timer out, real quick. I was about to say, get the timer out. I'll tell you when to start.
1: <clears throat> All
2: right, I'm ready. Let's see uh okay go so uh it's basically anime game of thrones with giant humans who eat other humans but the story isn't about it's kind of like walking dead the story isn't about the zombies just like the story isn't about the titans it's about humanity and humanity humanity prospering and surviving greatest one of the greatest stories ever told in anime There's never a story point that doesn't end up being finished. There's never a story that never, you don't come back to it. There isn't a start without a finish. Every story that starts, finish. You get invested into the characters. You feel the twist. Whether you cry, whether you're angry, whether you're happy, you always have a reaction. You always have an emotion. You Mm -hmm. get invested. You become family with the characters
1: and that's a minute <clears throat> now let me I gotta ask a question what's up would you, would you say that the stories are meaty
2: okay so I don't know what's up with you and meat but I understand what you mean by meaty Um define your definition <laughs> of meaty though
1: well, I just had to get a meat I had to get meat back in there somehow oh my uh, god, oh my god. <laughs>
2: I just uh, want y'all to know I just want y'all to know <laughs> No, my pitch could have been the greatest pitch in history. Bibbs isn't gonna watch Attack on Titan.
1: No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on! Don't don't don't, don't do me like that. How many seasons? How many episodes? Like how 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 much catching up would I have to do?
2: Uh, they are current. They're on the fourth season right now, which is the final season.
1: Really? Uh,
2: the first season has about twenty episodes or so, between twenty and twenty-two. Damn. The second season has I think about 14 episodes.
1: Yeah, I see 84 total.
2: Yeah. And season three has about 22 episodes, I think.
1: Well. <clears throat> okay. Uh, You know, my, I have a backlog of stuff I'm supposed to watch. I will put it on the list y'all just have to remind me
2: i'll make sure i remind you
1: like i've heard of it of course but the idea of watching never crossed my mind i'll 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 give it i might give it a shot
2: i'm shocked honestly
1: you know uh, i'm not completely anti-anime i just it's just not something i've ever done <clears throat> like, that. like Not religiously. It was a, like a detective show that I used to watch back in the day. Case again, Closed? Yeah, Case Closed. That was the one. I used to watch that one. Other than that, I never really got into a bunch of them. Fair enough. I watched uh, Dragon Ball Z when I was little, but again, not religiously. Did you watch Pokemon? <clears throat> I watched a little bit of Pokemon. I was a, I was a Pokemon kingpin, actually.
2: Uh, I'm sorry, a what?
1: Kingpin. Uh, tell my dad to shut it down. So that was my villain or just reaction.
2: I'm sorry. Wait a minute. No, you, cannot, you can't. You can't. Okay. No. What, what do you mean you are Pokemon Kingpin?
1: Me, I was hustling on the block. I had the hottest Pokemons you could ever find. Everybody in the squad was eating. We had international dealings with Japanese distributors ran off with their Pokemon cars this is what happens
2: when we don't talk about the Dallas Mavericks this is what happens this is the bibs that y'all get this is the second time I do have a story though Uh, when Yu-Gi-Oh cards were hot I was the first kid in my elementary school with a blue eyes white dragon and I I remember when (laughs) I thought what
1: Never mind. Go ahead, (laughs)
2: buddy. Oh my God! Whatever. Anyway, uh, one of the kids in the school was like, "Yo, can I get your blue eyes?" These dudes around the way said, "If they, if I don't show up with a blue eyes tomorrow, they gonna kill me."
1: I'm like, "What?" I didn't
2: give him my blue eyes. He showed up to school the next day. He showed up
1: to school the next day. I was like, "Yo, this is Baltimore. He ain't no <laughs>
2: He showed oh, up to school man. the next day. That motherfucker was fine. Oh, you know
1: what's funny? The time when I was kingpinning with the Pokemons was when I was living oh, up there. God. And uh, oh, you were influenced. I remember, I remember me and the homie. Uh, he had moved to Annapolis. I think. And uh, his mom would come back down to the Edgewood area and pick me up. And we went to Baltimore one time. And uh, I ended up getting a rare Charizard when we, when we were in Baltimore. And, and uh, you know, it was at that time that I realized that I was on my way. Like, <laughs> we were expanding. You feel me? Like, not only that I have. You. <laughs> Not only did I have the, the, the Edgewood area on lock, I had the Aberdeen area on lock, Hiberty Grace on lock.
2: Bro, bro, I was starting bro. started expanding bro,
1: into bro, Baltimore. Like, my bro. territory was expanding. That's the fucking again.
2: county. That's the suburbs, bro. I
1: know. I, that's what I'm saying. We started in the burbs. Then we started getting into the urban areas. And that's when I realized my influence <laughs> was getting too powerful.
2: All right. You know what? <laughs> I was
1: paying attention in school. I got an F <laughs> and my dad shut it down.
2: This motherfucker think he Wilson Fisk, man. Come on, (laughs) dog. All right. Wilson Dibbs. It was too powerful. Okay, Thanos. I I used to
1: stare at a blue wall. Blue paint of nothing. I started, you know what my starter was?
2: What? What's mine, too?
1: Square gang. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh, Oh man, this this gonna be all night. Uh,
1: yeah, let's move on, man. Shout uh, out to
2: even, whew, shout out to Mister Cheesecake at God's Ace O5. He actually oh. has two questions. I'm gonna get to this first one. He said, as some would say, "What that stemmy about to do?" Hopefully, it's about to hit my account, brother.
1: Matter of fact, let me check last time before, after two o'clock that's usually when stuff start moving I don't expect to get it till Monday yeah it ain't in there
2: nope mine ain't either boy if I'd have, got, if I'd have looked, opened up my account live on this podcast I got my stemmy y'all would have seen a different Reese <laughs> uh, oh man his second question uh, do all those who went on Mori and celebrated hearing you are not the father which they were in this moment yeah mm. With that extra fourteen hundred, but tell y'all a story. When I was eighteen, I had a kid, and I found out the kid wasn't mine. Right now, I wish that kid would have been mine. So yes.
1: Oh man, that's that's, that's different. Um, well, here's I'm gonna put it like somebody pointed this out. I forget who said it on the timeline, but it made me feel better about my childless situation. Every single one of those people with kids. That fourteen hundred is going straight to childcare. Shit, that stuff is expensive, and I'm glad I ain't got to deal with that. Okay, you're right, team. Fuck them kids. <laughs> uh, do you want to start? Do you want to take the the, the the other part of that question? What's what your stimmy doing? I I
2: answered it. I said hopefully hitting my account. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, uh, did he mean what we gonna do with it? I guess. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, most of it's going into my savings account, mm. and uh, the rest is gonna go towards this car that uh, that I'm buying from my friend. Okay. So, it's a ninety-five Camry. he's only charging me a thousand dollars for
1: it. So. Tama, are you buying it from him? Yes. I thought you said for him. I was no, no, no,
2: no, no, no. Hell no!
1: <laughs> what nah. a generous individual. The fuck? Hell <laughs> no! Okay. Um, <clears throat> respectable. Uh, I put the first two STEMIs in the stock market, and uh, I've actually turned it into more money. Is I was about that- to say I know nothing of the stock
2: market, so
1: uh, not very savvy. To be more specific. I split it between my, my Robin Hood and my Merrill Lynch. My Robin Hood is a, pretty much even from where I started because I went stupid on uh, Juneteenth with a bunch of black companies. That sounded bad. It I bought, a, I bought a, people were buying up the black stocks on Juneteenth and okay. I got in late. So I got them like when they were already high and they all dropped dramatically after that. Mm-hmm. So I took a bit of an L there, but I bounced back almost, almost even on the Robin Hood, but my Merrill Lynch is up five hundred dollars off the 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 six fifty I put over there. So
2: big uh, money bibs.
1: You know, uh, I, I made some moves. I, I still messed up a little bit. Could have been better. But Twitter Uber uh and the movie theater stocks have done me well. So uh, I, I'm not saying I'm smart like that, but you know, it was the right time. When that first stimmy hit, all the company stocks were plummeting, so it was the right time to be in, and now they've recovered a bit. So this stimmy is getting blown on real ignorant things. Um, <clears throat> I already made several purchases. I got some knee braces coming in so I can hoop again and not fear of tearing ligaments. I uh, got some fits today, you know. about to go get some shoes tomorrow. Uh... Put a, a few hundred toward a, a movie project some friends are working on, uh trying to get that IMDB credit. And uh yeah, I'll figure out some other stuff to blow some money on.
2: Yeah, I bought a uh <clears throat> bought a watch already when my taxes came back. Bought me a watch that I flexed, uh, bought me a necklace that y'all didn't see. Uh definitely gonna drop that. Uh Hit the Nike store, bought some thought clothes because I know it's getting warm out. Gotta uh, have some shorts for the bitches. I
1: want to uh,
2: Adidas myself.
1: Uh, uh,
2: that's cool. Uh, I'm not an Adidas guy, but I understand. It makes
1: sense.
2: Uh, Yeah, I might. Uh, no might stars. hit the strip club. Who knows? Okay. Uh, I'm joking. I hate the strip club. Uh. Next question came from at Josh MFFL another one of the homies. He said, would you rather food forever be randomized or your music? You might have to eat Skittles and grilled cheese for breakfast. You might get raisins and Nutella on your way to work. You might have to listen to Rebecca Black or you could get 6 9 This is tough.
1: Nah, that's easy for me.
2: I want to say I would rather my music be randomized because nah, a certain this... music I can tolerate.
1: Definitely the food for me. Uh, Really? I'd rather have the food randomized. My my music is too much a part of my mental health.
2: So you don't want to have your music randomized and it lands on a Drake track?
1: I'm definitely not trying to listen to no goddamn Drake.
2: Right. So let's get right into that. Fuck the questions. What's up with your issue with Drake, bro?
1: It's the it's really petty, low key. Um, <clears throat> so my sister used to watch Degrassi back in the day.
2: Degrassi, but okay.
1: I don't know what the fuck the the show with Drake when he was uh, the only black character <clears throat> besides the two chicks. Okay, you're right. <laughs> and uh, I mean, we count Liberty, I guess. In this situation, you know, Liberty's everything. black. Moving on, <clears throat> there was like two black characters on the show, and he was one of them or half of them. Um, he uh, he could rap. You know, I noticed he could rap. do a little rap on the show, or whatever. And I found like his mixtapes and stuff. And you know, he had he had some stuff. I was like, yo, this 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 dude is kind of nice. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> this was around the time that I had just started college, and I was real big in the underground rap. I think I started paying attention to the X itself freshman list. Uh, oh shit. The 2009 class was my favorite.
2: Sorry, we just lost an hour of sleep, and I didn't realize it, but continue.
1: Oh, damn. I was like, why, why is my clock jump to 3 o'clock?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, wait, did it hit 2 yet? Did we talk for that long? Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that 2009 XXL freshman list uh, had some guys on it, and uh, one of them was Mickey Fax. I remember Mickey Kid, facts. He had a song with "Kid Cudi" on there. You know, it kind of snowballed. I like got into a whole bunch of these underground dudes, and like some of these dudes had songs with Drake, or uh, were closely affiliated with Drake. Would mention Drake, like they were all buddies around this time, and I was paying attention to everybody, like who was signing with who, et cetera, and so forth. Now the Drake problem comes in with the fact that I was not a Little Wayne fan either. Oh wow! You know what? I mean. I'm gonna let you finish. So, Lil Wayne, I acknowledge that his raps are fun, but they are freestyles. He's one talking about shit. And, That's very true. Like he would drop one bar, he'd be on a boat, and the next bar, he's on a plane, and the next bar, he's swimming with dolphins. And like, there's no continuity. Yeah. I can't follow his raps, so I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't a Wayne fan. I understand that. So, and actually, I used to make fun. I used to have like, I would do like fake little Wayne freestyles. It was actually pretty hot. Um, <clears> was it done? anyway, it was. In fact, I, I dissed him on my uh six foot, seven foot uh verse. Anyway, oh, did, did he hear it? I actually did. I was, about to, I was about to say, like, uh, I actually had a small beef with Charles Hamilton back then because he did hear it. Uh, I don't know if you oh, know who wow. Charles Hamilton is.
2: I've heard their name,
1: but he uh he talks he was talking to John. He told me to go make a hit, um after he heard some stuff. Anyway, we are getting off track. So anyway, <clears throat> so I was I was paying attention to Drake. You know, I was trying to figure out who he was going to sign with. I was disappointed when J. Cole signed with Jay Z because he what didn't 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 get to put out an album for five years. That was fine. Um, but Drake signed with Lil Wayne. And Young Money. And I was disappointed. Because that meant I was going to hear a bunch of Drake Young Money tracks. And then Drake started pretending he was a gangster. And I just couldn't do it. I can't. I I need authenticity in my raps. And then, but when it it wasn't being gangster, it was being extra sentimental and soft and weak, And I can't relate to that either. So... It just never worked for me with Drake.
2: At what point, what album did you stop
1: listening to Drake? It was the day he signed with Young Money that I stopped listening to Drake all purpose.
2: Wait, 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 wait!
1: I never heard any of his actual albums out of his mixtape Drake that I that I was a, a fan of.
2: This, is, he, not right, Bibs. this is not right, bib. When he was literally running
1: through the six with his woes.
2: This is not right, Bibs. This is not right. This it's is not right. right. This is a travesty. Look, listen. In fact,
1: okay. hold on. This is how deep it went. You remember he had the feature on J Cole's uh first album?
2: In the morning?
1: Yes. I literally had my homie cut him out of the song and send it back to me so I could fix it in my iTunes.
2: Bro, no, oh my god. This is petty. <laughs> this is petty.
1: <laughs> I told, told you it was petty. Like just put, make
2: the diss track and put it on wax, yo, at this point. Like
1: I am not a rapper. Drop anymore. <laughs> no, <I'm scared. laughs> oh man. But yeah, I, I, I just can't. I, I need authenticity in my raps. I need to know that you write your shit. So when it came out that he was ghostwriting, that that definitely didn't help his case.
2: That uh, and when I found
1: it. out when I found out that my favorite rappers were his ghostwriters, that was even more evidence. Like I'll rather I'll just listen to the dude that wrote the shit. Like who? Sky Zoo. That's it. It's Talib Kwali.
2: When did it come out that they were his ghostwriters? I didn't hear
1: about this. There's like a whole interview about it.
0: You know, I think I Talib Kwali
1: is the one that said it. And he was like, shout out to Sky zoo and Ty Like people don't know. We we pretty much wrote I th- was it Take Care? Whichever album everybody says is his best album was written mostly by Sky zoo and Talib. Hmm. And that's why Sky is in my top five. Hmm.
2: But entire anyway. albums, talking, that's not his best album to me, but I'm saying whatever. I
1: can't remember, it might not have been Take Care. I remember I'm that's not Take
2: Care is the one, Take Care is the one that people consider to be his best okay. album. I'm just saying, okay. me personally, that's not his.
1: Gotcha. Best gotcha. Best. Was he actually talking about stuff on that one?
2: Uh, not that I put it out earlier. I said I can tell Drake was growing as an artist when he stopped featuring Lil Wayne on his album. I, I saw that and he did because his first his first two albums literally were basically about the same shit. Like Take Care is a, a really good album in my opinion I see why people consider it to be Drake's best but it's just the same old shit it's Got him it. talking about women breaking his heart and how he doesn't want to be famous and how fame affects him and how fame affects uh, him being with women. That's literally what his first two albums that's, are about.
1: And that, that whole simple behavior once
2: that second once that third album nothing was the same i don't behavior. know if you know the cover art but that's when it's like his head was in the clouds and shit
1: gotcha <clears throat> oh that, that might album. be the one that might be the one
2: okay well to me that's considered it's one uh, of those two to me that's considered his best album that's when i saw him change as an artist and get away from that bullshit. That he was talking about before. It's some of it, but it's not as much as before. Gotcha. Now, after you said this, I don't know if he wrote it, but Tuscan Leather by Drake is one of his best lyrical performances ever.
1: Here we go. I think I found the so, article. I'll send it to you. I think it's in Forbes. I know okay. uh I know Sky, so Sky Zo in his raps, he often references. The fact that he's like a notorious ghostwriter, but he won't say names because obviously he's not gonna mess up his bag. Right. And uh, but he'll like those subtle hints and innuendos. Like he'll say, uh, I think he's like he has one line where he says Casper the Friendly writing for the Forbes list, or uh never uh never put on a suit, but I was on stage at the Grammys or something. Stuff stuff like that. Like he'll 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 see. Little subtle hints that to let you know that basically the people he writes for are at the top of the game. It's
2: um, a lot of dudes that write, right? For, you know, artists still. So this isn't really a shocker,
1: right? And he he makes good money on it.
2: Kanye um, had people write for him,
1: right? Like he, I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Like you, he is an actor. He's a performer. A lot of these rappers are performers, and I think. When they interviewed Skyzoo about the skills writing thing, he was like, "What? The one of the reasons I'm so in demand is that you know you listen to my raps. I'm very like high intelligence, lyrical, double, triple entendres. But I can tap into a street rapper. I can tap into uh, you know a, a fun party mood. Like I can tap into all these different artists and capture capture these voices. And that's that's why they hire me. Like I can write." the perfect drake song that's not what I'm gonna rap but I can write it and that's there's power in that cuz you you eat off of that and then you go do what you want on the side that's true so
2: i will say uh i'm not gonna say that drake doesn't write all of his stuff i do think drake has a respectable pen but he's obviously not a Talib Kwale, or a skazur Obviously, uh, I do think rappers should lose a bit of credibility if they have ghostwriters because you know uh, that that's going down a different rabbit hole. That's
1: the last thing I'll say on the subject. <laughs> I think there's a difference between s- skill and success, and when people rank rappers, they and you bring up money. I'm I'm dismissing your, your argument.
2: I never bring up money, but I do bring up success depending on the skill level. Like Jay-Z is the greatest of all time for me for different
1: combinations.
2: The combination of ev- Jay-Z is the full package. No one has been able to do what Jay-Z has done consistently for almost 30 years.
1: And see, I respect Jay-Z, but I I never really have been a Jay-Z fan either.
2: That's cool because there's some rappers that I respect and I can acknowledge they're good. I just don't like them. Like Fabulous. Right. Like I'm not going out I, of my way to listen to I, people. I don't like Fabulous and his time stamped lyrics. You can listen to a Fabulous song and know when it was recorded and released based on the lyrics. I'm not a fan. And I'm also not a fan of like after when I was a teenager, all of those rappers who, oh, punchline here, punchline there, punchline here, punchline there, and not yeah. really saying shit. I was a fan of that in high school. I don't want to hear that all the time now. Gotcha. I, I have to be in a mood for it.
1: So And see, uh, yeah. I think the thing for me is that I've been spoiled with rappers who are able to do that, but then also still be talking about something.
2: That's why I yes, yes. Absolutely. Um, That's why I like Griselda. Yeah. Because even though they're not talking about anything deep, it's like Pusha T. Pusha T always talking about (laughs) selling drugs, but he does it so well, you don't care. Right. If that's your lane, stick to it. Griselda, you know what they're going to talk about. Damn near the same shit, but they do it so well you don't care. Exactly. They're not trying to be mainstream.
1: Yeah. We could do a whole episode about, I was about to say, output, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know how long we've been going, low key, but uh are, yeah. Are gonna, there more questions? I don't do we, do we care about the question. I uh, I'm not gonna say to care that's that was that's not what i intended no, to no, say let no me man. see here. i'm looking i don't really i see a yeah um let me see uh there was the one that was sent to me that i like say in the thread uh will, oh, will mavs yeah. podcast hosts ever compete in a friendly game of horse
2: was he um referring to us
1: I'm guessing he meant like against the other podcasters. Um, I would I would enjoy that. I'm trying to get, I, I, that's why I got these double knee braces. Cause uh, I have not touched the basketball in a very long time. And you know, I, I, <laughs> b- back when I was young and healthy, <laughs> I would say I can hoop, but uh, I, I need to get, I need to get my hooping back up. So
2: I uh, wouldn't, I wouldn't win a game of horse because I'm not that kind of basketball player, but I would play just for just for fun. Uh, It's getting it's starting to get a little warm out. So I'm someone who prefers outdoor courts as opposed to um, indoor gyms. So, uh, yeah, Steph, I'm going to definitely start hoping some more.
1: Yeah, but I'm trying uh, to get uh, to this. Uh, <laughs> if we do this Mav meet up basketball tournament thing, I'm, I'm trying to get myself right for that.
2: What's that? What's
1: this? Uh, I think Kenny has been trying to make it happen. Like prior to the pandemic, it, it was being heavily discussed. Uh, meeting up and doing like a three on three tournament or something in Dallas.
2: Hmm. take summer. a trip to Dallas for that. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Yeah, like I I need to get my body right though. I need to get. Because the last time I went to the gym and played competitive basketball, you know, when I I was young and spry, like the athleticism was crazy. I could do things and get to places. And uh, last time I played, you know, you would do a move that you (laughs) used to be able to do. Uh, I felt like the last year's of Vince Carter, where he would go up like he was going yam and didn't realize (laughs) he had to do a layup. (laughs) That's how it felt. like. I would would do the, the move and then take the ball behind my back, do a hop step, and then realize the defender was still with me. <laughs> like, hold up. I used to create separation with that. What's going on? Uh or or trying to take the ball around my waist a certain way and it not quite get there, get stuck on my back. <laughs> uh like I I am 50, 60 pounds heavier than, than I was the last time I played real basketball. So uh yeah, I got I gotta to I got to adjust my body. Uh get on my my Darren Williams bully stuff versus trying to be Steph. So uh yeah i I just need to figure out my game right now but after that i'm ready
2: uh there's one more question left that i'm gonna be honest i don't really want to answer but i would feel rude if i didn't mention it on the podcast anyway okay so uh at reginald clue one because uh recent bibs do you think Luca is going to allow KP to continue to thrive if he isn't hitting his normal big-time numbers? We all know Luca likes to win, but he likes his numbers too.
1: I got my answer already. What's your answer? I don't think Luca cares about the numbers like that. Um, is everybody else is hitting, Luca, I think he's going to be fine with that. I still think he probably will Want to have his Big moments and highlight Plays but I don't think he Cares as much about the numbers as people Seem to think Yeah
2: I really don't either I think he gets The numbers because he literally has to Right uh, Who else is going to rebound on the team but The team is don't built. Get me started. I
1: mean, we just saw against OKC The team is built for Luca to do everything. When Luca's not there, nothing happens. We have no flow, no rhythm, can't rebound. There's no no playmaking. So yeah. Uh the team needs to be better. The team is better. If we have another playmaker, another guy who can create. I think Luca will be fine taking a step back. Double entendre
2: jesus christ okay uh okay anyway uh yeah that's it for the that that's it for all of that shit um we're gonna go into the uh quick ad and when we come back we're gonna uh we're gonna do the unsung hero segment and of course bibs forecast if you're a beginning podcaster someone who just wants to make things easy on their journey, Spotify for podcasts is the perfect platform for you. They allow you to record your podcast and edit it, not only from your computer, but your phone as well, so you can do it on the go wherever you are. You can make money from your podcast through ads provided by the platform or through subscriptions from your audience with no catch at all. They even take the liberty Of distributing your podcast not only to the Spotify platform, but every other podcast and platform as well. Just like that. All you have to do is record, edit, hit publish, and Spotify takes care of the rest. I use Spotify podcasters to start my journey. Bibbs used it to start his journey. We used it to start the Mavs Outsiders journey. And now you have the opportunity to use it to start your journey as well. To get started, all you have to do is download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasts to get started. And we back after that nice ad by yours truly. Uh, going to get into a quick, it's going to be very quick this week, my Unsung Hero segment. My Unsung Hero of the Week is myself, for calling out the Dallas Mavericks organization on their bullshit. Now, i like to kick it to my co-host Bibbs for his weekly forecast, Bibbs.
1: Wow, Reese, I did not see that coming. You know what, I was going to make a bad joke there, but I won't do it because we're keeping it clean here in the new year. So we're, we're moving into a new week here. It is a big week, four games on the docket But we're only playing two teams, the the Los Angeles Clippers, the Portland Trail Blazers, two teams that are both ahead of us in the standings. Both teams have all-stars and MVP candidate-type players. There's a potential the Blazers could get back C.J. McCollum during this time period. Uh, This four-game stretch, Dan, could determine what we're doing the rest of the year. It could determine who we are. Uh, It's going to, for me at least, it's going to determine how I feel about this team going forward. Uh, If the Los Angeles Clippers and or Portland Trail Blazers beat us relentlessly, then I'm going to stop believing in this team. If we split these games, I can believe a little bit. And if we run through these cats, then I'm going to expect a top four finish this year. And I'm going to expect getting to the second round. Let me say that again. If we lose three games, fuck this team. If we win two games, okay, fine. If we win three games, to the moon, baby, to the moon. Reese?
2: Thank you, Bibbs, for that. Uh, I'm sorry, who is Dan?
1: I got carried away. Dan is my old co-host. Uh, Dan, uh, it 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 looks like I just got used to saying Dan, so uh, I'm sorry, Reese. It looks like.
2: (laughs) Okay, all right, got it. Uh, Uh, Anyway, Uh, uh, (laughs) uh, don't forget, uh, my offer still stands. If the Mavericks win three of these four games, I will revive Horny Reese back to the timeline like the Undertaker during WrestleMania time.
1: Let me, I'll I'll sweeten the pot. Oh God! If the Mavs win three of these games. Oh god! I no. will create a Optimus Bibbs Twitter account.
2: Oh my god, no. I will block it.
1: <laughs> there you go, block an account that doesn't exist yet.
2: Actually, that's a good idea. What's that? If the maps went three out of four, I'll create a Horny Reese Twitter account.
1: Ooh. That is a great idea.
2: Yep, I'll create a Horny Reese Twitter account if they win three out of four. But if they don't win three out of four, y'all will never see Horny Reese again. Mm. And I mean it. Because I've been doing very well. Y'all haven't seen anything horny from me on the timeline at all. Y'all didn't think I could do it. Y'all doubted me. Who's laughing now?
1: Mm.
2: Nobody. This was a hell of an episode. (laughs) I knew it was going to be one of those episodes. I I knew. I knew. The question segment turned out better than I thought because when it first started, we got a little ignorant.
1: Yeah, just a little bit.
2: Just Just a little little bit. bit. The, the The ass part
1: was was bad <laughs> it was really bad. I feel like I might have exposed too much of myself on this podcast
2: yeah, I exposed myself on the timeline enough, so
1: I mean that's that's you this is what has been come to be expected of me. I don't know if this was expected of me I need to talk you've,
2: you've created a whole new persona being around me has been a bad influence on you. <sighs>
1: Yeah, I got a dial it back.
2: Yeah, it's probably too late now. They know the real <laughs> you <laughs>
1: it is what it is.
2: Uh that has been another edition of the Mavs Outsiders podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed this one. I seen y'all seem to really enjoy our podcasts, you know, when we when we hit y'all with the ignorant shenanigans. Uh or as I like to call it, nigga talk. Wow. Uh uh, <laughs> uh Yes, our white listeners are allowed to laugh at that joke. Um, Yeah, so unless you have anything else you want to touch on to say, uh, I'm going to close this one out. I'm good, man. You sure? I'm positive. All right. No magic. Uh, Okay, so... um, I don't know how to. All right, so <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Where did that come? What? what? <laughs> you know what? Never mind, man. I'm not. I, I, I'm done. Okay. Uh, signing off for myself, Maurice Williams. You can follow me at Mind of Reese on Twitter. Uh, please also uh, follow me at Mind of Reese on Instagram. Like I said, I'm trying to get my Instagram followers up. Uh, what else uh that's really it uh you can also subscribe to the mind of Freeze podcast any way you find your podcast uh and uh
1: bibs sign yourself out follow me on twitter at bibs corner for all the sports takes uh my website bibs com, for any reading up on what i've been doing uh course follow Thanks the already. Mavs Outsiders <laughs> subscribe to the Mavs Outsider Podcast for more outsider content once again every the end of every month we're going to be bringing on three guests to recap the month I already got one locked down i waiting for Reese to confirm the other two for this month um, Bibb's Corner Podcast I'm still doing my recaps I've got a mid-season check-in with my boy Josh who's a Hornets fan, so we're going to talk Mavs, Hornets, and then recap how we're feeling about our preseason predictions and where the NBA stands. Uh, the Have You Seen podcast, movie podcast now, um, where I'm having movie conversations with uh, – uh, I have a group of, of guys that that also are in the movies that I'm bringing on. Reese recently made a, an appearance on the podcast for Coming to America that's coming, the number two, America. Uh, <laughs> I love how we always have to <laughs> explain that. I mean, this is what they did to us with that title. Um, I'm actually going to be doing my 2020 movie awards in the next month or so. Uh, so I'm going to be putting my short lists out soon and reaching out to some people for some input there. Uh, have fun doing that last year, Hopefully that I can uh, do it a little bigger this year. So. Be on the lookout for that. Uh, That's pretty much it for me, man. We'll be back next week, I guess. Uh, You guess? I guess we'll be back next week. I guess we're going to continue doing this since people actually listen to the podcast. Um, People actually like us. If I haven't scared y'all off yet with my delirious talk, this is what happens when I get sleepy, by the way. Um,
2: When I get tired. It's currently 3.32 a.m. on the East Coast. So, yeah.
1: yeah, I wasn't supposed to be up this late. Uh, when I get well, tired, technically,
2: we didn't know it, we thought it was going to be 2.32 So,
1: yeah, I forgot that whole daylight saving situation. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when I get tired, I start, I I'm basically drunk and I get reckless. With, with the he's,
2: he, he's like a gremlin when you feed it after dark.
1: I almost did a gremlin voice, but I don't have the energy right now.
2: Do not. I will. I would have left this session so quick.
1: <laughs> Man, <let's laughs> side the shit out. Uh, <laughs> th- thanks for listening to the Mavs Outside of Podcast. As always, leave us reviews, gifts, donations.
2: Leave us reviews. Leave us star ratings. All, all of the above. We will greatly appreciate it. It helps us move up the algorithm. That's what they say, right? Yo, whatever. Something, something yeah, whatever. Like yeah, signing that. off for signing off for recent biz. We'll catch y'all next week. Biz. You're a fucking
1: menace. <laughs> this is what you. This is what you get for making me record sleepy. <sighs> Nigga, this was your idea. <laughs> uh, Should I said tomorrow?
2: tomorrow? Uh, Man, I don't appreciate seeing all these stimulus tweets that's blowing.
1: Hey Brad, you know how Nationwide is more than an insurance company? Yeah, they're one of America's largest financial services companies We get that in a song, like business, Life, retirement Or
2: Nationwide's there to protect I'm kind of the jingle guy Not
0: sure I agree with that well, I'm not sure I like your hat Well, that would never fit on you.
1: Products issued by Nationwide Life Insurance Company or Nationwide Life and Annuity Insurance Company. The general distributor for variable products is Nationwide Investment Services Corporation, member FINRA, Columbus, Ohio.
0: Hey, parents. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then, learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast.